0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hey! Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports the morning grind stevie tpfl and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's dfs slate without further ado here's your host Stephen young
2: hey everyone welcome to the roto grinders morning grind podcast i'm your host stevie tpfl it's wednesday it is january 16th it's 2019 and we have eight basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Filling in for Bobby, who had something come up last minute. And um, this guy is pinch hitting and knocking him out of the ballpark all the time. Will Chief Justice06 three days in a row. Tomorrow will be four days in a row. How are you doing, my friend?
1: Yeah, I'm doing good, man. You know, I didn't even re- I didn't even think about that today, you know, as I get a chance to f- fill in for my, my good buddy Bobby didn't even realize man this is going to be four four days in a row so uh we're we're putting in some work here this week man but you know always a good good time i think when we get together i I enjoy it every time so uh happy to come on and 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 try to break this thing down again
2: you get to you kind of get to see the life of stevie like you're you're, you're at four like you know you're seeing what it's like every week here (laughs) Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, bounce back Tuesday did not work out. I just want everybody to know that that's been listening to the podcast for a long time. I am still the Jokic jinx. Um, anytime I talk about Jokic being a good play, um, he reminds me that I should never play him. So sorry to everybody that played Jokic. Um, it's, will. it's really incredible and I laugh about it. It's going to be a crappy night. Um, it, it's just like, man, that game, we got a ton of points in that game, and it just didn't stay close enough. And, you know, Jokic getting in foul trouble early. It's just, oh, man. I'm ready for this uh, eight-gamer here on this Wednesday.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, I've, I've got, you know, on fan duel only ran one line tonight, and I, I, I feel like I'm going to be okay as long as Zach Levine can kind of get going. And uh, I should be able to to, to hold, hold up some ground and, and, and get a min cash tonight. And, uh, you know, on a night where things don't break your way, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine taking a min cash. And, uh, you know, no, no, no shame in my game. The, the, the name of the game is making money. So, obviously, we want to take down the 100K. But uh, you got to have some min cashes along the way to keep that bankroll going. So, uh, hopefully, I can get there.
2: Yep, um, I'll take him in cash. Not going to min cash tonight for me. Um, so, yeah. The one thing that I will say is, hey, I, I play the guys that recommend. Um, you know, I uh, wish I would have played maybe Westbrook, but it, it's just one of those days where shit happens and you move on. Good thing yeah. about DFS, like it was, it was like starting off to be a really solid night. Herder had twenty a half. It was like all right here we go and you know it's just one of those things but you know i'm ready to move on and um not live in the past live in the future trust process over results and uh get ready for this eight gamer if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor make sure you head on over there check them out it's fantasydraft.com they have their twenty thousand dollar pick and roll here uh for tonight's slate only a 27 entry max and as will told me pre-show um fantasy draft starting at the eight o'clock game so they're not going to have the orlando detroit game so it's a seven game slate over on fantasy draft today so if you're playing over there make sure you realize that so if some news drops uh, and you have some guys that you want to adjust uh, you'll be able to do that up until eight o'clock today so make sure you guys are checking out fantasy draft and if you don't like the orlando detroit game it's a perfect day to try it out over there sign up through the RotoGrinders grinders links uh, we were just talking pre-show and we're like <laughs> At Orlando Detroit game is not the juiciest game on this slate. So um, good move by my by fantasy draft here. I like this move. Um, gives us an extra hour to build lineups. Um, so you can reserve or you know put in put in a lineup and you know be able to adjust it an hour later than you can over there on DraftKings today. So if you haven't checked out Fantasy Draft, give them a look. Will let's get started. We are going to talk about the Orlando at Detroit game. It's a two oh five and a half total. Detroit favored by three and a half. Really the only injury news here is Mo Bamba is questionable. Um, I guess that's what happens when you have a song written about you. You can be questionable anytime you want. Um, you know, it is what it is, right? Let's start yeah. with Orlando. I'm wearing a magic hat. What are we doing with my magic here?
1: Oh, boy, I'm I'm really afraid to recommend this guy. And when I say that, it, it's got to be one of two players from Orlando. And we're going with the cheaper one today, but Evan Fournier is just too cheap uh, in this spot. Uh, Detroit's been having problems in the the wing positions this season. Uh, So 5,100, playing 35 minutes plus a game now. Last three games, you know, he's been well over the 30-minute mark, 37, 39, 37. Uh, You know, he had one really rough game where he only got two and a half fantasy points, but he's had two bounce backs. Uh, so in this spot, I don't mind it. The pace isn't going to be incredibly high, but I just still think he's affordable. I don't want to play Aaron Gordon today. Vooch, I think, is 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 like a really good tournament play. Uh for those of you that don't know, I do the kind of the the we call it I, I call it the early bird special if 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 you're reading the article, but I write the early article for the Slate IQ during the week. And uh, you know, I there's some really good tidbits in there. So spinning up at center is kind of a uh, something that I've gathered early on already for this slate, and so playing a guy like Vooch today at low ownership, I think is is a really good contrarian play. But mainly just Vooch and uh, and Fournier for me, and I'm so I'm going to be talking about a lot of of the higher higher end centers today in that range. Um, I, I think they're going to be, I think they're really going to pay off for us.
2: I wish Vooch was a little cheaper. He only has one career game against Drummond that's been over 60 fantasy points, and it was 60.7. He really lives around, like, the 45 range. He put up 31 and 47 in two meetings against this team already this season. So I wish he was a little cheaper, but I agree with you about paying up with center and uh, might be, you know, something that we talk about here maybe right directly. Yeah. Um you know the guy that kind of stands out to me here for the magic is dj augustine you know they're they're giving him run they're letting him play around 30 minutes a night and we know that especially if you listen to the podcast you know how much we like playing point guards against Detroit. uh dj augustine is averaging 39 fantasy points per game in two games against this team this season um I don't expect him to put up 39, but give me like 30 at 4,500, and I would certainly be okay with that. So I, I like D.J. Augustine here, 30 minutes against Detroit. They don't play really good, really good point guard defense. I agree, Fournier is cheap. If you're playing one lineup, you probably don't end up on Fournier. But if you're playing multiple teams, like he's going to eventually just shoot lights out and put up 40. Like it, It's going to happen. And he's starting to shoot the ball better over the last two games. After going 0 for 8 against Utah, he shot 53% and 54% over the last two games. So, you know, the minutes are certainly there for Evan Fournier right now. It's just it's a matter of just breaking out of this, um, not shooting the ball from three-point range well. And it's eventually going to snap. So, I definitely don't mind Fournier. I'm with you. I don't really love Gordon in this spot. And, you know, like I said on Vooch, I think he probably a little too expensive for my blood. And one of those reasons is because I, I do think it's a good matchup for Drummond. Um, you know, he's a guy that I'm going to be certainly looking at here. What's your thoughts on Detroit?
1: Yep. Drummond is the same boat for me. I really like Drummond. I really like Blake in this spot as well. Uh, Blake is a guy I've kind of got got pencil in here. He's a guy I'm going to be looking at, especially on DK at 9,200. I just think that's the, the proper price. I think he's got profit potential there, and also think he's a cash game play. So really like him. Our good friend, Mr. Reggie Jackson, 4,800, has played, you know, about 30 minutes the past two games. Uh, I I like him here. I know Ish Smith is back. Ish is 3,300. I mean, I think you can look at him as well, especially if he's going to get – he played about 20 minutes the last game, so I'm I'm thinking he's going to play around the same thing at 3,300. Uh, on a slate where we may not have a whole lot of value. Uh, I I don't mind that at all. And then Reggie Bullock, same thing. Excuse me, 4,500, playing about 30 to 35 minutes most nights. Uh, He's actually played fairly well here recently. He's another guy I don't mind from this game. But, you know, overall, if you like the game, trust me, go for it. Uh, But I'm I'm more interested in another competitive game that we're going to get to here down the line.
2: Yeah, I do like this spot for Drummond. He, he's certainly somebody like if I'm playing DJ Augustine, I might run it back with like Drummond here. Uh, don't hate Reggie Jackson. Certainly don't hate Ish Smith. Depending on what type of value opens up, right now, like you said, we don't have a ton of value on this slate. Um, so I, I think it's certainly something to you know think about as far as Ish Smith and you know kudos to you. You you nailed it um, on the podcast on Monday. Jose Calderon right back down to zero minutes ish went right into playing those twenty minutes. Um, I, I kind of eventually expect Ish and Reggie Jackson to both be around like twenty four to twenty eight minutes a night. Um, oh yeah, but I think they're gonna be kind of careful with Ish, you know. But I don't mind playing Ish's like the 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 thing is like on Fanduel you're probably not playing Ish. You're probably paying five hundred dollars more for DJ Augustine on Fanduel. But on DraftKings, like, if you're wanting just a cheap guy that gets you potentially 20 points, like, depends on what roster construction you can get with Ish. Um, Does it work out today? Who knows? Um, You know, that's why we play. But, you know, that's the only thing that I wanted to, you know, throw out there with Ish. And I really don't have anything else to add. I I really do like this spot for Drummond. That's it. You good?
1: Yes, sir. I am good to go.
2: Bucks and Grizzlies, no total in this game. Waiting on the news on Mark Gasol if he's gonna play or not. Um dealing with an elbow injury after he got hurt on Monday. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Cause obviously that could open up the bank um as far as you know just as far as um some value because we would look at Jamichael Green and those guys, but um Anderson, Kyle Anderson still out. Brooks is still out. And on the Milwaukee side, uh, I didn't see any news that came out from that game about anybody being injured. So I'm guessing they're going to be good to go here. Uh, Let's start with the Bucs. They are on a back-to-back. Bledsoe coming off a really solid game. Um, What's your thoughts here as far as the Bucs go?
1: Yeah, this is another one of those weird spots for Greek, man. Uh, It didn't work out Yesterday as much mainly in part because it was a blowout uh but it's just just another one of those weird spots greek is now 11k i don't know why i feel like DraftKings is about to take him back down into that 10k range maybe they just priced him down for for memphis and and maybe i'm just maybe i'm wrong here but i've been looking at his price and he's kind of been trending down uh you know since like mid-december and you know around around uh, I guess about a, three weeks ago, he was like 10-7 and dropped 65 fantasy points. And I just feel like he's trending back in that direction again. And so he's a guy I've got my my eye on. You know, these stud players, you know, I've made so much money just taking guys like him in spots like this where nobody takes him. And out of nowhere, he's got 80 fantasy points. So I'm just going to recommend him the same way I did yesterday against Miami, it's, I'm not saying it's the greatest spot in the world. I'm saying he's a great player, and he could definitely uh, pay off this price tag. But he's the only guy I want to play. I'm not interested in anyone else. Well, I take that back. Obviously, I'm always going to recommend Brook Lopez at 4700 Outside of those two, I'm really not interested in anyone else.
2: Yeah, the thing about Giannis, yes, he busted – But he put up 49 fantasy points in 25 minutes. The dude was averaging almost two fantasy points per minute. He had a triple-double. Like, if that game stays close, you're probably spot on. He gets 35 minutes in that game. He probably puts up 60. Um, So I I don't think you were really off on your Giannis call. Uh, You know, we can't predict blowouts, unfortunately. You know, And and Miami-Milwaukee was a a game that I definitely didn't think was going to blow out on Tuesday, and it did. So that didn't work for... Lopez, it didn't work for Bam. It did, it just didn't work all around in that game. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't. I, honestly, I don't think I'm going to play anybody from Milwaukee today. Um, you know, they didn't play a ton of minutes. Um, you know, on Tuesday, so I'm not really worried about the back to back. I'm just they're all priced where they should be. Like they're all priced exactly where they should be. If Giannis comes down and he gets down to like that ten five, we're really really going to oh start talking God. about him. So um, on the Memphis side of things. Obviously, Marcus All is something that we're going to have to pay attention to, um, you know, and see what happens here. Um, whether he's going to be out or whether he plays, um, because if he sits and Joakim Noah is projected for like twenty minutes, um, you can bet your ass I'm playing Joakim Noah because I'm a Gator and I'm a
1: sucker. Well, yeah. Not only will you be a sucker, you will make some money. I think. I mean, they've already priced Joakim Noah at thirty eight hundred because he's been playing ten minutes, getting you know twelve fantasy points, thirteen fantasy points. Played fourteen minutes against New Orleans. It was New Orleans, and picked up twenty four fantasy points. I mean, he's cranking it out, and so I think Joakim Noah would get twenty five minutes in this spot if uh, if he was out. And at twenty five minutes, I think he'd get thirty fantasy points easy. Uh, so, you know, he would, he would be the go-to guy. And then I also think it would open up a little bit more for Jermichael Green off the bench. Uh, at 4,900. I wouldn't mind playing him as well. I know this would be a tough spot, but, but I think I'd play him. And then I think the guy on the outside looking in, this is another guy that people don't like to play, but Mike Conley, uh, you know, at this price, I like it. You know, he's, he's a guy that can get you 40 plus fantasy points in the right scenario and, you know, I, I do think this matchup would be somewhat tough, but with, with no Gasol, you know, I got to think he takes a few more shots. You know, I don't, I don't want to beat, you know, beat this game up too much because I, I don't like it, but you know, these few players I, I wouldn't mind sprinkling in, especially if I'm going to do some, some mass multi-entry.
2: Yeah. And like Marc Gasol doesn't usually sit unless it's something serious. So all this talk yeah. could be like, if Marc Gasol plays, I probably don't play anybody from Memphis uh, for what it's worth. Like, outside of maybe taking a shot on, like, Caspi or Mac, um, Because I, I do – like, we didn't really see a bump out of anybody. Um, you know, Caspi played a few extra minutes. Um, Mac kind of played right around where he was at. But, you know, we didn't really see a bump w- for anybody uh-huh. with Anderson out. But if you take – like, say, if you take Kyle Anderson and Marcus all off the floor for Memphis this season, you're looking at, you know – Mike Conley averaging 0. 0.9 fancy points per minute, but Jamichael Green averaging 1.12. Um, he's been super solid. So, you know the upside is certainly there uh, if if Marcus all sits, but if Marcus all plays, I'm just I'm gonna probably be off this whole entire game completely. Uh, just expect it and project it to be one of the lower, slower games on the slate.
1: Yes, sir. I'm with you.
2: Toronto at Boston, no total in this game. Waiting on some Marcus Smart news. Um, And, and, you know, always, you know, Kyrie sounds like he's good to go. Uh, He wasn't even on the injury report. So he should be back and good to go. Let's start with Toronto here. Is this a spot that we consider playing Kawhi at 96? He's been phenomenal lately, or... Do we go down to Kyle Lowry at 72 and play play Lowry at 72?
1: Oh, Stevie, you know I've been waiting for this game and waiting for this game, held all my excitement back. Uh, this is my second favorite game on the slate. Could become my first favorite game because I don't think it's going to get a lot of traction. And the reason I'm so interested, Stevie, like I don't – I know that things that happen in one game won't always happen in the next game, but I just remember earlier this year, you know, I took Kyrie and Kawhi in this game and they just exploded. I mean, both were, I think, around 60, 70 fantasy points in that game. And I I just feel like it's going to be something similar here. These are going to be two competitive teams. I think Kyrie gets a few extra minutes. I think Lowry gets a few extra minutes. I think Kawhi gets a few extra minutes. So these couple guys I really like. And if Fred Van Vliet happens to be out again, then I think you fire up DeLon Wright coming off the bench. I know Boston, they're going to be in Boston. It's going to be good defense. But I I like Lowry here, 7,200. I I think that's a little bit too cheap. Uh, And then Kawhi at 96. I I think he's 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 an outstanding spend-up option today. Um, really like him. You got surge at six K. I, I, li- I like I like surge today. R- really, just like this spot for this team. Um, but but those would be my main guys. Kawhi, Kawhi, and and Lowry will be my top two, followed by uh, Delon Wright, and then followed by Surge and Siakam in that order. Th- those those would be the guys that I'm looking at.
2: Fun fact of the day, Will. Fun fact of the day, Stevie's fun fact of the day. I don't know if this is actually gonna be a thing, but I just it, it sounded funny. Uh, Kawhi has scored twenty actual points in nineteen straight games. Um, I don't think people realize that he's averaging twenty seven and a half points per game this season. Like Curry's averaging twenty nine, and Kawhi's averaging twenty seven and a half. So, um, you you know uh obviously we're going to get to it but obviously like James Harden is the spend up play like with everybody out James Harden's a spend up play and we're we're going to talk about that but Kawhi is certainly like if we get enough value Kawhi is in play uh heavily today um in, in this matchup you know he put up 62 and 51 in two meetings against this team already this season so at 9600 Give me 50 plus. uh, And you look at, you know, three of the last four games, he's gone for at least 50, um, 57 fantasy points. So the upside for Kawhi right now is is super big. And the thing about Kawhi that's great is we've always known that he's one of the best two way players in the NBA um, and and really starting to take on more of a scoring role here in in this Toronto, um, you know, mindset. And Lowry's definitely benefiting with his assist rate being insanely high right now. So, um, quiet and lowry and then like you mentioned if van fleet van vleet sits again um i think you can look at right um you know his usage with the second team is really high right now like you mentioned so um what are we doing here with boston assuming that Kyrie plays um is this a spot we play Kyrie and maybe fade the rest of these guys they kind of got a price hub a little bit here
1: Man, I think you play Kyrie and Al Horford let me down, but I think I'm going right back to the well here. Al Horford is 5,900, 5,900 in a competitive basketball game at home. Just, I mean, give give me Horford in this spot, man. I I just, that's that's too cheap, too cheap. So, I mean, if I was going to run two and two, Horford and Kyrie all day. Um, Marcus Smart, we'll see what happens with him at 5,600. Uh, if he's out again, we know Kyrie is back. Uh, I think I still play Jalen Brown at 4,600 uh, because, in my estimation, Jalen Brown will probably get 30 minutes. And in most games this season, most games, when he's gotten around 30 minutes, I'm going to read them to you here. This is the last 10 games 31 minutes against San Antonio, 43 fantasy points. All right, he got 29 against Minnesota. That was close. 21 fantasy points, 27 minutes against Dallas, 33 fantasy points, 29 minutes against Indiana, 40 fantasy points. And then recently, 32 minutes against Brooklyn, 36 fantasy points, and he's still 4,600. If he's going to get 30 minutes, I think you got to play him. He'll be devalued on the day. I don't care if it's against Toronto. I I, 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 I would lock him in here at at this price. So love Jalen Brown if Marcus Morris is out. If Marcus Smart is out. Marcus Smart, yes. 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 Excuse yeah. me. Excuse me. Let's clear that up. Marcus No, yeah, is- I
2: know. <laughs> you, you threw me for a loop there for a second. I was going to say um, Smart has to be out for me to play Jalen Brown, but if Smart sits yeah. like Jalen Brown, certainly in play here. So um, don't have too much to add. I don't like Corford. The reason I don't like Corford is he got into some foul trouble last game, and they still let him play with three fouls. And they just – they went away from him, and I, I really just – I need to see like three or four games in a row of like consistent 30 minutes and then I'll be willing to play Horford. I know he's cheap. I know the upside's there. I know I'm supposed to be a tournament-minded player. But, Will, I just, I just can't do it until I see these minutes be more consistent. But, I, you know, for tournaments, I definitely don't mind taking
1: a shot on Horford. Yeah, man, you already know why. It's no secret. He's 5900 That's it. Price play, 16- man. You got to yeah. price enforce for sometimes. Yeah, that's it. All right, we got
2: Brooklyn at Houston. We have a 221 total here. Houston favored by four in this game. Crab, Dudley, and Napier or Re- Crab, Dudley are out. Ronnie Hollis Jefferson is probable. Napier is questionable on the Brooklyn side. On the Houston side, Capella and George- Capella and Paul are out, and Gordon is questionable. Um, it sounds like Gordon's getting closer to returning here, um, so we'll have to see what happens with this whole situation. But let's start with the Brooklyn side. Ronnie Hollis Jefferson coming back. Napier is still questionable. Um, again, I'm still so mad I didn't play more. Um, I didn't play D'Angelo Russell against Boston. Knew I should have did it too. But I feel like this is a spot we can you know, fire up Russell if he's going to be taking 19-plus shots a game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not expecting him to score 18 points in the third quarter again. But uh, I do expect him to, to have a good game. Uh, you know, with Ronnie Hollis Jefferson coming back, I think it. I think it just you know takes away minimal minutes. I I, I had him projected today. I don't think he's going to play more than twenty minutes coming coming back off injury. So I think you know Caruch maybe loses a few. Maybe Carroll loses one or two minutes. Uh, uh, I'm I, I don't, I'm not sure if Trevion Graham is going to lose any minutes. Uh, but you know that, that's kind of all. That's kind of the only thing I see. Maybe maybe Allen loses a minute, but you know I, I don't think too much is going to change today because he's just coming back i do think in the long run though somebody's going to lose significant minutes but uh they they just kind of got too many pieces so really the only guy I like here uh really is d'angelo russell and ironically uh joe harris uh joe harris is you know his minutes are pretty stable uh, on most nights, when they're not getting, you know, as long as they're playing competitive, and they usually play competitive, he usually gets about thirty minutes a game. He came off an injury, so I think they ramped it back up a little bit. But you know, Joe Harris and uh, and Russell are two guys that I think I would play here. Um, and then obviously, last but not least, Jared Allen, uh, and not just because he had a big game against Boston, uh, but because you know, there's no Clint Capella, and I think. You know, this is a this is a spot that he could really eat on the road here, and uh, at, at fifty six hundred, I think you have to take a shot on.
2: Yeah, you know, Allen was the guy that I wanted to bring up outside of Russell. Um, Allen, they, they just don't really have much to match up with him. Like Nene doesn't really match up with them. so like to see how that all plays out. But you know, coming off a big game. I will say I'm a little concerned about Allen's minutes, depending on Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. I think Allen's another guy that could lose a couple minutes um, if this game goes a little smaller. Because I could also see, like, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson against P.J. Tucker at the five, um, seeing this game go really small. So um, the Houston side of things, even if Eric Gordon plays, I don't really expect, like, him to come back and play 30 minutes with a knee injury. Yeah. Um, You know, he's been out for the last seven games, so it'd be interesting to see. Unless we get some news that he's going to be okay minutes wise. Um, the thing is, like right now, like James Harden, even at 13k, is almost a plug and play. Um, the usage is just ridiculous. Um, what he's doing is just insane 32 and 33 shot attempts over the last two games, 30 shot attempts in five out of the last 10 or six out of the last 10 um five out of the last 10 like what harden is doing right now is just almost giving you like a 65 point floor and i know that's insane but that's 5x at 13k as a floor uh, and it's just, you know, I, I talked about fading him at Memphis and then the Capella news came out and like, I ended up, you know, I sent out a tweet that I was going to play him and I couldn't fade him anymore. And like, I, there's just no way I'm fading him in this matchup against Brooklyn. Um, I think this game stays close.
1: Yeah. Uh, so here's, here's the deal. Cause you know, I faded him the other night against, uh, against Memphis and it actually played out exactly how I thought. Harden got 70, or a little more than 70, and AD put up 82. And I think those are the types of decisions you have to make. And like I said, we we talked about that it was site-specific. So I I like AD more than Harden on all sites because he was significantly cheaper on all sites, but more specifically FanDuel. And you've got the same scenario here today. So today is 14K against Brooklyn. He's he's 14k, and and AD is above 13k. Well, today I think I'd side with Harden, uh, but you know you you got to kind of make those those decisions. But you know you you can't. I, I don't think you can fade Harden in this spot. 14k. I I think I think he could go up to 15k in this spot, which which sounds crazy until you do the math. You realize the guy's been scored 80 fantasy points every other game. So you know he's the he's the driver of of the engine. And so I I think you have to play them here. One really interesting note though, Stevie, that I did want to point out that I think is really going to impact this game that maybe people know, maybe they won't. Daniel house can't play for the Houston Rockets anymore unless they sign into a, 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 an actual NBA contract. So his two-way contract is up. He's been in the league 45 days and now he's got to go back to Rio Grande, and play for the Vipers. So if, if for some reason, Eric Gordon doesn't play, Gerald Green is going to get all the minutes he can handle in this spot. I mean, he's going to have to play big minutes. Uh, You know, Gary Clark will get more minutes. Enos played 15 minutes. PJ Tucker might play 40 minutes. Like this will be the value spot of all value spots. If Eric Gordon does not play tomorrow. So I just want to point that out because Houston I mean, James Harden is going to score it all, but Tucker, Green, Clark, uh, uh, God, Rivers, these guys will have to play almost all game until they sign someone. Uh, So I, I just I really want to point that out because I think that's important news if Eric Gordon doesn't play. Daniel House is not playing for the Rockets anymore because of his two way status
2: totally missed that it have been something that i picked up on in the morning when i was um digging into value plays but yeah great call will um love gerald green um even if gordon plays gerald green probably gonna play 25 yeah. to 30 minutes in this game uh rivers is gonna play a ton of minutes like man green 4300 for Ooh. green here like it, it's juicy like if Eric Gordon sits, I'll probably have green on every lineup I build for what it's yes. worth. Just like 100%. 100. At, that, at that point, it's just, you Oof. know, man. I'm getting man, excited oh
1: already. Woo.
2: I'd miss that. i definitely, definitely miss that. It'd be interesting to see what happens here. Like, are they going to – like, is James Ennis finally going to pick up more minutes? Um, that would be interesting to see. It would be really interesting to see what the starting lineup looks like. I don't think James Ennis is the worst fandle punt play at 3500 if you want to just punt a small forward spot because he could randomly get like 25 minutes so um let's sit on the houston side let's move on san antonio at dallas we have a 218 and a half total here dallas favor by one Bellinelli is questionable rudy gay is probable jj Berea is out and dsj is questionable um anything that you are liking here on the spurs side
1: Oh, I mean, DeMar DeRozan again, I mean, they're playing against Dallas. It's going to be a, you know, a pretty up-tempo game. Love him. Uh, you know, Wyatt has been playing really well. He's 5,800 now, so he's priced up a little bit. He's still got some meat on the bone, though. Brian Forbes, 45. Uh, you know, these are guys I, I really like here. So uh, I, I'm not as big in the Aldridge as much as others, but, you know, in, in this spot, you know, wh- why not? Uh, it's going to be a, a pretty nice game for these guys. So but Forbes, White and uh, and DeRozan, those would be my favorite three. Um, you know, like we said, Rudy Gates back. He's fifty three hundred. But he, he's probably going to play about twenty five minutes. You know, he could probably get it done in twenty five minutes. So I don't I don't hate that at fifty three hundred if you really like like this team. But those are those are pretty much the guys I'd look at.
2: Yeah, honestly, I don't I don't love anything here for the Spurs. Um just not a spot that I like. Really like DeRozan and Lamarcus Aldridge are, are both priced where they should be. Um if I was gonna play one of them, it'd probably be DeRozan. But I just I don't like the Spurs in this spot. I, I really don't. Um one guy that I do like, and this all depends on DSJ, but if DSJ sits again, Luca it is the ultimate leverage play on this slate like he's going to be a guy that everybody's going to think is overpriced but when dsj is off the floor lucas usage is is incredibly high and the guy the guy has 50 plus point upside at 8400 here if dsj sits um went for 50 in the first meeting against this team so we mm-hmm. like taking you know guards against the spurs you know, DeMar DeRozan defense doesn't scare anybody. Like, uh, Luca, firmly in play here if DSJ sits. If DSJ sits, do we take a shot on maybe like a Brunson with J.J. Barea out? Is there anything that we're looking at here if DSJ sits?
1: Yeah, I don't think I want to play Brunson. I know he played 30 minutes against Golden State. I, I don't think I want to play him at 4,400. And He was a guy that I played early on. And just, I mean, he helped me make some money earlier this year. <laughs> I just don't think I want to play him like I, you know, listen, man, I'm just going to take Gerald green at 4,300 versus him at 44. I know they don't play the same spot, but as far as salary, salary comparisons, um, Deandre Jordan, you know, as long as he's staying in this price range, I'm just going to keep playing him. Uh, I I think this is too cheap, 6,800 against the Spurs. I think he could have a huge game here. Uh, You know, and I I think that's about it. Uh, Luca, obviously, I mean, you kind of talked about him, but Luca 84, you know, I played him, I think Friday night and, and got that 60 point game out of him. You know, he's a guy I really liked against Minnesota with no DSJ. I played him against golden state and took the 43 points. I'm definitely going to play him against the Spurs here. Uh, anytime DSJ is out, I'm just going to fire him up. And uh, so he's a guy I will, uh, for sure be playing, but him and him and DJ, man, those have been my, my two guys that I've just played so much this year uh, they've really helped me to to be successful.
2: Yeah, if DSJ sits, I think you can consider Brunson. Um he's going to play 30 minutes if if DSJ's out because really they're they're not going to play Devin Harris 25 minutes and if if Brunson's really the only point guard outside of like, you know, obviously Luka could play point guard if he wants, but like Brunson is like you know the, that guy so and he's like 3700 on fandle you can consider him as a punt over there if, if dsj sits and you could play him cheap um maybe take two high upside punts and see which one pays off but yeah i, I honestly i don't hate brunson here um and that's really all i got i don't, I don't hate deandre jordan i don't hate that call um yeah, you know he has he has some upside for sure in this matchup so Cleveland at Portland, 217.5 total. Portland favored by 12.5. Larry Nance, Nawaba, Kevin Love, all still out. Um, And then Harkless on Portland is questionable. Is there anything that you like here on the Cleveland side?
1: Man, Cleveland does have the value. I'm telling you, they've got some value plays. Alec Burks secretly been playing really well here recently at pretty low ownership on most nights, and now he's priced up to 5200 Still don't think it's enough uh Colin Sexton is 4400. I, I mean he's played well the past two games. Uh I don't like Sexton as much, but you know just quite frankly, Steve, you know I don't believe in blowouts. But for some reason I I've, I've just got a feeling that this one is going to be one. I mean, the Vegas line suggests that Cleveland's kind of going to get smashed here. That doesn't mean that the value plays won't show up because all these guys are cheap enough. Uh, for you to be profitable even in a blowout, especially if they're going to get, you know, minutes against the scrub. So I, I still don't hate uh, playing these guys here, but, you know, it, it's just, you know, do do I want to take a shot on a guy uh, like Clarkson at 5,500 playing 28 minutes against these guys? Maybe, but, you know, I think there's just better value. So I'm just going to pass on Cleveland today and, uh, and just hope I'm right.
2: Yeah, first look, I initially wanted to fade this game. Just fade this entire game. Don't love this game. It's an easy write-off. But then you like, you start to look at potential value plays on this slate, and you're like, oh, man, there's really not a ton of value on this slate. So the Burks, the Hood, the Sexton, the Osman, like these guys become – they're not amazing plays by any means, but considering the value options that we have on this slate – they're in play um, I just it, it's tough um and the, the other thing like to think about here is I don't know if it runs out today or like Wednesday or Thursday but Cameron Payne only signed a ten day deal on the sixth so I think it ends today so this would be his last day of the ten day deal um so you know maybe they don't play him at all but I, I, I don't know. Um, I just, you know, Burks, this game blows out, maybe they give Payne a pain run to let them kind of see what he has. But it, this game just stinks. This, this game stinks. Like Lillard's 9K. There's better plays on the slate. Like, give me Kawhi for a little bit more. Give me Luka for a little less. Nurkic has been crushing, but they definitely don't play Nurkic in, in games that blow out. They don't like to extend him already. So, like, the two guys that you typically play from Portland, you don't really like in this spot. Like, if I'm going to play anybody from Portland here, it's probably Evan Turner, and I never feel good about that.
1: Yeah, um, I I totally get it. I I, I totally get it. He's Mm 4,300. I I honestly think if – so here's the deal. If we really think this game is really going to be like a blowout to where maybe Portland, their main players don't play in the fourth quarter – then I think Seth Curry is your guy at 3,200. I, I think he's the guy that, that you take on, take the risk on with um, because he's just going to be out there dribbling, shooting, you know, doing it all, you know, getting the shine. I think Zach Collins is a guy that'll be out there with him, you know, kind of playing a little bit, getting some shine. Myers Leonard, same situation. So, you know, I, so I feel Will, like
2: I don't I don't want to interrupt you, Will. I really don't, but I did a little research on this already, thinking like, all right, who's gonna play in a blowout? Curry in the last floor blowouts hasn't played in more than 20 minutes. I was really shocked oh, by that. Man. I was like, because me and you were on the same, I love when we're on the same page, the same wavelength, but I did a little research on this and I was like, why aren't they playing him in blowouts? But it was just something that I had thought about too and they really don't they, they really open up the bench so even in a blowout i don't like any of the portland guys because of what oh, they've been doing in blowouts man I, so hey you, at least we were thinking the same way but like i guess i didn't want to interrupt gosh. you but i actually i already looked into this will
1: that's just awful right? <laughs> that's just, what oh geez these coaches come on <laughs> come on come on terry <laughs> right terry. so like like, like I'm saying though,
2: like if you look back, the, the most recent blowout was the Charlotte game. The average leader of that game was eighteen points. They ended up winning that game um by twenty nine points. And they closed with Collins, Simmons, Gary Tent, yep. Jake Lehman and Nick Staukis.
1: Yeah, I I figured Lehman was gonna get some blowout run because once uh once Mr. Harkless comes back, he's done.
2: Yep. So I'm
1: saying, you know, in the twenty minute I mean he's been playing a little bit, but all right. Well, sorry. sorry. Hey, there goes that. Thank you, Steve, no, for helping us. <laughs> no, like, you know, it's
2: typically I don't do this kind of like I I will look at stuff like this in the morning when I'm spending hours um, breaking down slates, like especially Monday through Thursday when I'm writing a value plays because I'm always looking for that, you know, gym in the gym in the dirt, rock, whatever, uh like looking for that value play that nobody's going to be on. But I looked into this situation because I figured it was going to come up and it was just it was really odd who they had played, like Gary Trent. Like <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Man, wanted, that's ugly. Just wanted to throw that out there really quick. Like I said, didn't mean to interrupt you, but
1: oh, we're good, man. We are uh, good.
2: All right, let's talk about a fun game here. Utah at LA taking on the Clippers, 222 total. Um, Clippers favored by two in this game. Exum NATO Rubio cephalosha all out still in this matchup um this is a fun one um you know we'll start with the utah's jazz you know the clippers really really bad against point guards small forwards power forwards and centers really really good against shooting guards and the best thing about that is boy donovan mitchell is not playing shooting guard anymore um you know point point mitchell he had a bad game the other night and put up 40 fantasy points.
1: Put up 40 on a bad game.
2: On a bad game. Um, what are we doing here with the Jazz?
1: Man, look, I, I don't care what site you're on. I don't care if it's Yahoo, Fantasy Draft, FanDuel, DraftKings, uh, Monkey Knife Fight. Uh, if, if we take it way back, Draft Street. I don't care where you're playing right now. You need to play Donovan Mitchell you need to play Rudy Gobert like Rudy Gobert I, I listen and on FanDuel he's really expensive Rudy Gobert is going to eat in this spot like if you haven't caught on to the fact that the Clippers are the new Nets are the new Milwaukee Bucks like I, I'm giving it, I'm giving you the information right now like Rudy Gobert is probably going for 50 plus fantasy points in this spot he's been on a tear right along with Mitchell and at much lower ownership uh, because, you know, Mitchell is the, the 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 nice name on the page to play. But Gobert has been equally as good since all these guys have been out. I, I'm looking for 50-plus from Mitchell and Gobert. And if Royce O'Neal can get me 30-plus again, I'll be perfectly happy with that. Uh, I'm running – I'm probably going to run, you know, A-line on FanDuel. I don't know how many I'm going to do on DK. But the bottom line is this. If I was running 50 lineups – Call me crazy. I think I have these three guys, Mitchell O'Neal and Gobert in all 50. That's how confident I feel in these guys' ability to get the job done against the Clippers. Love this spot. They've got French plays, so they've got a guy like Jay Crowder um, where I think his price is starting to decrease. Yeah, he's 4300 now, and then you've also got Derek Favors at 5300 I don't hate those two guys either by any stretch of the imagination. Also, you guys know I don't hate Joe Ingles, but... Mitchell O'Neal and Gobert, just lock them in. And that's the approach I'm going to take with this team. These are three of my favorite plays on the slate.
2: You know what? I think Royce O'Neal is an easy fade. And the reason that I think that Royce O'Neal is an easy fade, Will, is because Kyle Korver. And I I never thought I would say Kyle Korver on this podcast again. But Royce O'Neal has kind of went into this role of, hey, we need to focus on defense. I'm playing with the starters. And Kyle Korver has gone into this sixth man role over the last two games. He's taking double digit shots. He's playing more and more minutes. I hate the fact that I like Kyle Korver on this slate, but I think Royce O'Neal is an easy fade for Kyle Korver on this slate. And I'm hoping Royce O'Neal is the higher owned of the two. Um,
1: I I was shocked
2: that I like Kyle Korver here, but, we have to kind of respect the usage bump and the shot attempts bump, but you know, you look at he's averaging over, he's averaging 7.4 more minutes over the last four games. He's averaging 7.9 fantasy points more over his season average over the last four games. It, it's up because all of these guys are out his usage over the last four games, 22 and a half, 17, 21, 23. This guy is not a high usage guy. Like we're, we're on the on regular, like, normal season this guy sits around um you know sixteen percent and the fact that he's at twenty two percent just tells you that we really need to consider Kyle Corver. He's really really cheap on FanDuel. I think he's like four K. Yeah he's four um, K like he's forty two on DraftKings he's cheap on fantasy draft like really really consider Kyle Corver as a value play today. Um and I couldn't agree with you more on Mitchell Mike Gobert I think Mitchell probably will be however I approach my my lineup build today whether I play Harden whether I play Kawhi however I approach my build today like Mitchell is certainly like a a guy that's at the top of my list whether I can get him in or not um is going to be the thing but this should be an excellent matchup uh for Utah to take advantage of everything here so um Clippers side, like if we're playing these guys, do you want to run it back with anybody? Um, my boy, Harold did not disappoint the other night against New Orleans. They needed his size like we talked about on the podcast. And he put up 34 minutes, um, had a solid game. But, you know, we we were we were pretty, pretty right about that one, about them needing his size. Um, probably another matchup with favors and these guys, like do we go back to Harold now? Like he's a guy we know can have the upside, but he isn't cheap anymore.
1: Well, first of all, I, like I don't know what happens with these with these NBA coaches. So Harold, you know, was playing well, and then his minutes disappeared. He was playing twenty minutes, twenty one minutes, twenty three minutes, just low twenties, and now his minutes are back, and he's just crushing it. But the price is reflecting that. I mean, Harold's playing thirty; he's played thirty four minutes in back to back games, and I know you know it's been New Orleans and Detroit, but. Should he be playing 34 minutes a game anyway? Like, why are we playing yes. <laughs> Mar- Marcy Gortat over Martres Harrell right now? What what's it, What is that doing for the organization? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, I mean, if if we think Harrell's going to get 30 minutes against Utah, you need to play him. Uh, you know, and I, I think in this spot, I mean, if, if everything's going right, he will get 30 minutes, and he's 7,200 and all of these guys are playing at 10.30. It's the last game of the night. It's the unpopular 10.30 game. For me, it's the popular one, but it's the unpopular 10.30 game, and nobody's going to play these guys. I, I, I love Harold here. Uh, r- really like him in this spot, um, and, and he's actually probably one of my favorite guys. Gallinari is a guy I've been playing you know, from time to time as well, and for some reason it seems like every time I play him, I get 40 points out of him or close to it. So I I don't mind him in this spot as well. I mean, he's been playing really good minutes, shooting the ball really well. I mean, he shot eight for 13, six for 15, six for 17, uh, eight for 12. Like, he's been shooting pretty well recently. So he's a guy I don't mind. And then Mr. Consistency, Tobias Harris, you might not get a whole bunch of upside games out of him, but very rarely will he let you down. And sometimes, you know, you need a guy like that to plug in, especially if you're thinking about a game stack. So he's a guy I like as well. But the guards, I'm just staying away. I'm not playing Lou Williams. I'm not playing Beverly. I'm not playing SGA. Although SGA at 3,700 is really interesting. I just can't play him. His minutes are just trending in the wrong direction. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of staying away. But Harris, Gallinari, Harrow, those are my three guys.
2: Yeah. So my, my Excel sheet every day when I import um, the salaries and stuff, I – have a tab that like shows me price going up and price going down. And one of the biggest drops on the slate is Lou Williams. Um, We talked about him, you know how expensive he was, but this is a guy that was seven K went to 6,700. He's all the way down to 6,100 here. Um, Don't mind firing Lou Williams up. They let him play close to 30 minutes in close games. So if you expect this game to stay close, Lou Williams will be on the floor to, end, to finish this game over like an Avery Bradley. So um, I don't hate Lou Williams at 61. It's not the best matchup in the world here. But the price, you know, we talk about this all the time. Price, you know, they go up and down a lot. You got to pay attention to it. And like this is a big price downgrade. Um, you know, 600 is a lot for one slate. So um, I don't hate Lou. But I agree. I, I don't really love anything else here. Um you know Patrick Beverly I never play this guy uh, you know you never know what you're going to get from him he put up his 30 point game for the month so we don't really have to worry about that anymore <laughs> the other guy I wanted to just really quick go back to Utah Grayson Allen played 20 minutes the other night He it's did. Just something it's just something to watch oh yeah I don't know if I play on. him yeah I don't know if I play him on this slate but it's something to watch because if he's going to play twenty to twenty-five minutes, and this was slowly creeping up with all these guys out, we got to pay attention to it. So I just wanted to point that out really quick before we moved on.
1: Oh, you know what, God, and just just to hop back as well. This is going way back, by the way. Uh, but Jalen Brunson is in play on FanDuel at thirty-seven hundred. Like that—that's that's where I like him the most. Sorry, I didn't mean to go that far back, but just went. I already got you. I already said he was thirty seven hundred on Fanduel. That's you know we got this. Oh great, great. Well, good, good, good. I'm good.
2: trying to incorporate more Fanduel. I I get a lot of tweets about it. I'm I'm doing my best. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Pelicans Warriors two forty total. Golden State uh favored by six. I thought they were gonna put up two forty by themselves on Tuesday. They just wow. Oh man. Wow. Wow. Um. Wow. Just,
1: yeah, they were rolling. They were up by where, what 30 in the second quarter at one point, weren't they? Or something close. I think they it. had
2: 50 in the first quarter. If I remember, if I remember correctly. Um I had some friends stop by, so I didn't watch after the first quarter, but man, just they were shooting lights out. But um and I'm so excited. I I, I was pulling up my phone to see what the final box score of that game was, and I just realized Lonzo Ball finally decided he wanted to show up for the Bulls game. um but yeah it was 142 to 111 uh they they ran denver out of the out of the gym not too worried about this team on a back-to-back outside of maybe guys like iguodala um but yeah i guess let's start with the pelicans side um pelicans are healthy everybody's good to go anthony davis coming off of a monster game uh, against the clippers um what are we doing with the pelicans here
1: Man, it, it's tough because along with this good game comes the big prices. So you know if you know if, if you're if you're really thinking about some pieces from this game, well, Anthony Davis, you probably want to start with him. He's 11-8. I do think Julius Randle is in play here at seven thousand five hundred. He's got fifty point upside in this spot. He he's probably my favorite Pelican outside of. Uh, outside of, of ad i know alfred payton is 5700 he could get there as well but i i really like randall here at, at 7500 i just think this is a phenomenal uh price for him randall and ad would be would be my favorite too i don't think i want to play drew holiday at 8200 today i'd rather just spend you know uh, you know a few hundred more and play mitchell you know, sp- spend a few hundred less and play a guy like um, like um D'Angelo Russell. So that's kind of where I'm at, at with him. Uh, Miritich at 5,500, I think, is really cheap. It's just his minutes are fairly low right now. But if he can ever get back to the 30-minute mark, this is definitely a price point that I think you want to take advantage of.
2: Yeah, I'm just – I'm super concerned about his minutes, but he got in foul trouble against the Clippers the other night. Um I don't think it's – I think he's closer to 25 – then to 17 oh yeah um, if he can out of foul trouble but the guy like the pelican side like like elf payton kind of stands out here um you know you mentioned uh, um randall like man this is a great draft slate like you know i don't talk about draft a lot on the podcast anymore but this is a, an amazing draft slate today um Because like we have so many studs on the slate, like you're not you're not gonna not get a stud in like a three man or a six man. Like it's just it's a great slate. But anyway, um, yeah, just overall here for the Pelicans, um, I don't like Anthony Davis. You're gonna have to decide if you want to play Davis or Harden on this slate. You're probably not gonna be able to play both of them like you were able to do. What was it Monday? You were able to play both of them because all the value that opened up, but. Oh, man. So I was doing some research before we started. Anthony Davis, um, over the last few games against Golden State, 45.5, 67.5, 56.5, 70, 54, 51, and 80 um, fantasy points uh, since the start of the 2016-2017 season. So there's some upside games in there for sure. And, you know, it's certainly something to consider here. Um, and we kind of expect Anthony Davis to play big minutes in this game if it stays close. So certainly love the upside of Davis and Golden State side. Uh, you know, love Golden State when it's close games. Talked about it yesterday. Did they get there? No, but the Denver game didn't stay close. <laughs> like we expected that Denver game to stay close. Uh, Curry Durant, they both put up forty-seven. Clay shot the ball lights out. He put up forty-four. So the guy that I have a little interest in here is Kevin Looney, um, Kevon Looney, however they say his name. This will be his last start for the Warriors with Cousins coming back on Friday. They've already announced that Cousins is going to start. And he's coming off of a really good game against Denver. They're going to need his size in this matchup. I, I think Looney is a value play that people might overlook in this spot.
1: Yeah, 4,100. I, I don't mind it at all. And he's, he's actually been fairly consistent, uh, you know, hovering around the mid mid 20s, most games are low mid 20s to mid 20s at 4100, if he got you 25 fantasy points, it would not hold you back from winning the tournament I don't think. So, uh, really like him uh as well, Stevie, good call there. I'm going right back to the well on Draymond Green though. 6400 still think that's too cheap. Uh like you said if this game was close, I think everybody would have would have had a lot more fantasy points. I think Draymond had what 33 in this spot. I, not this spot, but I mean today I think he got 33 fantasy points and that was in a blowout. So this, you know, if the game was close, he probably would have hit that 40 to mid-40s range. So he, he's a guy that I like. Uh, I do like Curry and, and Durant, but I, I'm still probably not going to play them tomorrow just because I, I'm, I'm fully invested in this Utah game uh, personally. Uh, Andre Godala, you know, he's he starting to play, you know, he's playing pretty good minutes. Uh, you know, and he's another guy. I think in this spot that could have some upside. So, um, but at th- at 3900, especially, I think he's a great value on this slate.
2: Yeah, uh, no issues. don't think anything on the back to back you're worried about or no. No,
1: nah, I I think he's good. Um, I think if I think if they hold him out, they're holding him out because they want to do it, not because he needs to do it. Because you know what? Because I think he was hurt a little bit earlier this year and didn't play. And uh, now, you know, he's pretty much been playing. So I think he'll be all right.
2: Yeah, I I definitely don't mind going back to Draymond, another guy that they'll need for size in this matchup. Size is going to be important against New Orleans, but obviously Golden State, you know, in this matchup, they have the highest implied total by six points over the next biggest, like highest total on this slate, and that's New Orleans. It's very rare that Golden State gets a pace bump, but this is a pace bump for them it's five five and a half points higher than their season average as their implied total like golden state is a team you want to target in games like this and getting it right is always tough but like maybe taking looney or clay clay is a guy i hate taking shooters on back-to-backs but when he starts to get hot you know he he can get hot and we saw that with the denver game and um the shot attempts for him have been up a little bit too so um, don't mind taking a shot on Clay. He's been shooting the ball well through the last four games. So um, that's all I got. Will you got anything else? No, sir. All right, let's play the morning grind game. Um, and get out of here. uh give me your favorite game to go
1: over or under. Uh how about this? No surprise. Give me the the magic pistons game to go under.
2: Magic pistons game. All right, just so everybody knows. I know. I, yesterday I said Philly's going over.
1: Uh, I was right. Yeah, Philly put a stomping on Minnesota. Good grief! Whew. Did you see him beat's tweet? Ooh, I, I haven't seen that yet, but I, I saw this beat down. <laughs> he Fine. said
2: he sent out a tweet like it was it was an honor to be a part of the third string uh, to beat the, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, you said Detroit under, right? Yes. All right. Um. See, give me the under in Portland. I like it. Uh favorite play under 5K. First look to go 7X here. It's always a hard night before. Oh, no, you know. it's not,
1: man. No, it's not. Not <laughs> oh, today. Give me Gerald Green. Give me Gerald Green.
2: <laughs> oh, that's so true. I know I'm gonna play him a bunch today. Um, you know what? Give me Corver.
1: All right. I like it. Horver like and it.
2: Gerald Green gonna make my lineups today. Oh, buddy, I'm <laughs> glad I got some scotch on my desk. Um, over 8k to under 5x. Who's busting today at the top?
1: Um. Uh, oh man. Listen, I, I want I want to go super contrary here. Everybody would be mad at me on this one. I'm not gonna do it. Uh, give give me Drew Holiday though. I'm I'm gonna go with Holiday on this one.
2: I'm gonna for the second straight day, I'm gonna go try to go back to back on this. I'm gonna say Giannis again. I said he bust yesterday, he busted. Going back to back. See if I can make it two days in a row. Um we man, the morning grind game was really solid yesterday. I was I was I had the sheet up in front of me from yesterday, but anyway, give me your favorite X 6X guy. This I got wrong yesterday. Jokic did not go for 60 again. Every time I play Jokic, he stinks. Every time I recommend Jokic as my favorite overall play, just don't play him. Um, God, man, I can't get that guy right. What a what a letdown on Tuesday. Oh, I'm still frustrated.
1: Yeah, this one th- this is a tough one, man. Um, because the guy I'm about to give out, if he gets six x like I expect, he's gonna it's gonna be wonderful. Give me Kawhi Leonard at 9600 six x.
2: All right, Kawhi, it is. Um, I should say just just take James Harden here at six X because you know it's just a thing now. But um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go value again. I'm gonna give out two value plays that I like today. I'm gonna go Looney um, as my six X guy today. I yeah. just I think they're gonna need his size in this game, and he's really cheap, so. As much as we like the studs, I figured like this is a good slate to give out two um, cheap guys. So I'm going to give out two cheap guys. Will, for the third straight day, any final thoughts? Um, Back tomorrow, too. Like, you're not getting days off this week.
1: You have Friday off. Thank you. Thank you. I get an early weekend. Early weekend. There you go. uh, Yeah, man. Nah, it's been fun. I I, I got nothing else, man. I, I think we summed it up beautifully. Can't now listen. I can't wait to come back tomorrow. And talk about these NFL playoffs. This is this is gonna be a fun one. This is gonna be a fun one. Can't wait! Can't wait.
2: Yeah, I started my NFL research. I man, I've been so busy when we got done with po- podcasts the last four nights. Like, I've been working on NASCAR stuff. I started looking at football, like NASCAR starting to sneak up on us, and I'm so pumped about that. And I mean, football games this weekend are just gonna be so much fun. It's supposed to be Blizzard type weather in Kansas City and then we get New Orleans indoors in the New Orleans. Man, what a what a fun plate. We'll talk some football. We'll talk some basketball tomorrow. Uh excited as well. I hope everyone has an awesome Wednesday. Good luck in your contest we'll see you guys again tomorrow.